Welcome to Wayfair, where it's okay if you're running on empty, or running blind, or running into the sun. I'm not sure about that one. Hmm. Okay, we're running behind. In the midst of the slurry of sound bites, this podcast is like antimedia. It's filled with gaps and places for you to join in and respond. It's like a hiking trip for your soul, without the snakes or the granola. Well, actually, granola sounds kind of nice. Anyway, it's only half finished on its own. It needs you to be complete. Together, we'll explore a variety of spiritual practices, old and new, from responsive readings and quiet reflection to Lectio Divina. Each day of the week, we'll focus on a particular attitude or spiritual posture. Today, we're thinking about openness, how the disciplines of listening and being receptive to God's presence can help us to live more fully. Now, throughout the podcast, you'll encounter a variety of voices and even be invited to participate. There'll be places for you to respond in prayers and readings and songs, so join in as you feel led, unless you're actually on a hike. And if you are, why are you listening to this? Get those earbuds out of your ears and eat some granola. So, listen to your heart. Be attentive to the spark of the divine within you as we journey together. Mary Catherine. Will you pray with me? I will pray a line and then pause a moment for you to respond with this phrase, you welcome us home. After each line, you can respond with, you welcome us home. Now let's pray together. Though we've taken your gifts for granted, though we've ignored our sisters, though we've forgotten our brothers, though we've run far away, though we've hoarded possessions, Though we've forgotten our names, though we've longed for what's easy, though we're still a long way off, you welcome us home. Amen. The song you're about to hear is based on the scripture that we're looking at today from John 12, when Mary takes some perfume and anoints Jesus' feet. The world compressed and left his face, haloed like the moon. My bones carried me away 
to the only treasure I knew. This box so wide and smooth inside the sweet scent of the east. I will offer you these years of labor for a moment spilled at your feet. They railed at my weak condition, wasteful and obscene. But love stole all my inhibition Left unstable tendencies This box so wide and smooth Inside the sweet scent of the east I will offer you these years of labor for a moment spilled at your feet. You're like a fire burning up this night. I don't know what came over me. Everything wanes in your warm light. And all I have is at your feet, all I have is at your feet, all I have is at your feet, all I have is at your feet. This box so wide and Inside the sweet scent of the east I will offer you These years of labor for a moment Spilled at your Compressed and left his face Haloed like the moon Today as we think about openness I don't We're think talking with Charles Conkin okay. Our associate pastor Since it's Lent I'm going to confess something to you I have a shortcoming That is, I think I can do everything Need your car fixed? Done Grass mowed, done. Dinner cooked, done. One more for the sports team, I can do it. Forging faith, got it. Meditation for a Sunday morning, done. If there's a problem or a situation, I feel like I can be your guy. I can do it, fix it. And placing all this work on myself is not helped by the fact that I have another fault. I have a difficult time of saying no. 
But I like to live my life as to hope it would be synonymous with giving. However, I tend to forget that giving is only half of a relationship. We must also be open to receiving. And I'm confronted with receiving time and time again. A few years back, I was working in a food pantry, and I would always be surprised when someone would show up at the pantry with a bag of groceries ready to donate. It's not surprising that they remember that we were a pantry and that we were giving out food. What surprised me is that sometimes the ones holding the donations to give were the same ones who came weeks earlier to receive food. The conversation goes something like this. I'm in a more stable place in my life and I wanted to give back so that others could have more. I just wanted to show how thankful I was of your pantry. And as I stand listening to these words, I think to myself, they're not sure what their situation will be like next month. Why don't they just store up that food for themselves and save it for when times get tough again? And I know they will be back to this pantry again. And then I remember that although the food pantry provides a place to give food, it must also receive. And it allows others to give. This is a relationship. Just take the gospel reading for today. Mary knows the true nature of giving. It's a relationship. Giving is not about charity. It's not lopsided. To only be on one side of this equation leaves one person empty and the other overflowing. You see, when I was growing up in church, I was taught that being a good Christian meant that you gave your 10%. Now, this wasn't only restricted to giving money, but of course filters down into your time, your commitment, your gifts, and even your mind. God only wants a fraction of our lives, only that 10%. But this leaves our lives isolated with no interaction. What I've come to realize is that giving is about being mindful of the people around you so that when the time comes, you can also receive. Mary, in this story, is mindful of all she has received from Jesus over the years. And now she gives back. And she completes the cycle and forms a complete relationship with Jesus. When you receive, it might be all of what you gave, maybe half. Maybe it's a hug in times of sorrow or joyous words in celebration. You may receive a hand-painted picture or a poem or the generosity of a helping hand or honesty when it was hard to hear. But what we always receive is a friend. So Mary took that 10% of a year's salary, but a year's worth of perfume, and she anointed the feet of Jesus. She gave all of what she had, and all that she was to God, and it challenged the thinking of those who were present. Now we're going to enter into a time of Lectio Divina. I will read the passage three times. In between each reading, please take a moment for quiet reflection. Listen to the words that God wants you to hear. <laughs> 
Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And there they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. And Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it, so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took out a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, 
whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, said, Why was the perfume not sold for 300 denarii? and the money given to the poor. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it, so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Wayfair is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, a loving, healthy, and progressive gathering of Christians where everyone is welcome, no exceptions. Find out more about Central at LexCentral.com. There you'll also find links to subscribe to this podcast with iTunes or Stitcher. If you like the show, don't forget to share it on Facebook or Twitter and send us your comments. You can get in touch with us at info at LexCentral.com. This episode was produced by me, Aaron Austin. Thanks to everyone who joined in. And thanks to you for listening. Join us tomorrow for another step along our journey. Just call it a, just call it a ham and cheese burrito. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the outtake at the end, right? That's all right. That's right. <laughs>